You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. My name is Father Timothy Smith. And I am Heather Caro. And we are here broadcasting live from Holy Cross Catholic Church in Ipswich, South Dakota, in the heart of the Diocese of Sioux Falls. And we want to say hello to all our listeners in the Upper Midwest and even around the world as Real Presence Live is always streaming, made available online at our website, realpresenceradio.com, as well as your yourcatholicradiostation.com. And uh, you can also join us and, and check in on Real Presence Radio through our Facebook social mm-hmm. media stream, as well as get the Real Presence Radio listening app. And yeah. so even if you travel outside one of the radio coverage areas, you can always take Real Presence Radio, whether you're on the lake, on the river, in the tractor. You can always get great Catholic content, as well as broadcasts of the rosary, mass, devotions. Well, uh, and our podcasts are on there. And if you missed our interview with Father Christopher Hughes just a minute ago, I'm going to go back and listen to it again. Very inspiring. Very inspiring. And everyone needs to go back and listen. And you can always, if you have a segment that you heard, you wanted to complete it, but you were on your way to an appointment, you can always go and get those podcasts, get those things through the Real Presence Radio mm-hmm. listening app. And you can download that to any smartphone or even just from the website you can get all the great Catholic content that we put together here on Real Presence Radio and Real Presence Live. Well, I'm grateful this morning because we're keeping our theme of missionary discipleship because we're joined this morning by phone with two great missionaries who are proclaiming the gospel of Christ, even in the midst of this summer setbacks or Mm -hmm. as things are not necessarily normal as they are in summertime, but that doesn't prevent us from being uh, witnesses to the love of Jesus and continuing our devotion to share the faith with our young people. Uh, Joining us this morning are Josh and Amber, and they are Totus Tuus missionaries. Welcome to the show, Josh and Amber. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. So uh, you guys have dedicated this summer, even in the midst of just this global pandemic and everything, the setbacks we've gone to, but you trust in God so much that you said, I still want to devote this time in my life to proclaiming the gospel and to teach others about Jesus. And so um, first off, let's learn a little bit about yourselves. Uh, Amber, why don't you tell us who you are, your full name, and where you're from, and uh, what brought you to being a missionary this summer? Okay, uh, my name is Amber Thielen. Um I'm from Alexandria, South Dakota. And uh, to be a mission, I guess I did totus to us last summer, which looked very different from what the summer is. Um, and after all my activities got canceled um, that I had planned this summer, uh, I just kind of felt that God was pulling me to do it again since this job was still offered. So I texted my boss, and he accepted right away. Um, I guess I just, I had such a good, good time, like, spreading the Word of God last summer that I thought, maybe, maybe this is what He's calling me to do again this summer. And so, here we are. So, Amber, are you a college student, high school student? Where are we at? Um, I'm a college student. I will be a junior at Northern State this, this fall. And, Amber, that's awesome. You come from... Alexandria, South Dakota, which is the home of the uh, Monastery of Our Mother of Mercy and St. Joseph uh, Carmelite Monastery in your hometown, right across from your home parish there. Uh, Have the sisters been an inspiration to you throughout your life as they dedicate themselves to prayer? Uh, 
yeah, you could say that. I mean, I don't obviously get to see them very often, but it's really cool to like know that they're right across the street paying for us and yeah, to, to live my life a little bit like them, I guess. Awesome. Josh, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourselves, your full name, where you're from, and what are you doing this summer? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm Josh Lehman. I'm from Elk Point, South Dakota, so about as southeast as you can get in the state. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, next fall, I'll be attending the University of Notre Dame doing electrical engineering and uh, Army ROTC. Um, oh, so kind of a slacker. Reason- <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the reason I'm here this summer, I guess, we always had Totus Tuus in our hometown uh, for the past 12 years, and we've always hosted the guys. Um, so for one week a year, we get to just invite these missionaries into our home and see what it was like um, from their eyes, like what it is to spread the gospel, you know. And so from kindergarten all the way through my senior year, I got to know these missionaries and really see what's being moved within them and what's motivating them to, to spread the word like this. And so at my first opportunity, I jumped on the application and I realized like, this is something that I needed to do. And I knew my summers were going to be busy. And so I wanted to do it as soon as possible. Hmm. And when they told us that, you know, things were going to be different this year, um, I was fine with it because I knew that I was signing up for something that I had no idea what was going to be happening next. And I was just ready to do it, whatever it was. So Josh, growing up with Totus Tuus, for the listeners that aren't familiar with it, can you explain just what we're talking about when we talk about Totus Tuus, how it used to look? (laughs) Yeah. So traditionally, Totus Tuus, there's a day program from nine in the morning until two thirty. Um, and that's where you have your kids anywhere from preschool to about fifth grade. Um, and usually we go over uh, one set of the mysteries. So we'll go over the joyful mysteries and go through each one, one per day. And uh, maybe we'll go through the sacraments as well. Um, and so there's a day program like that, plenty of games, plenty of singing songs, all that. And then at the night program is when we host our sixth graders through seniors in high school. And that's when um, we get a little more deeper into the gospel and uh, sharing our personal testimonies and uh, things like that. So, yeah, moving from, you know, kindergarten through the day program uh, and then eventually being graduated to the night program, it was really a neat experience. Amber, it sounds like you did Totus Tuus, as you mentioned, last year. What brought you back for another year? Um, What was your experience as a missionary like last year? And what keeps you coming back? Um, so I guess last, last one I was with the kids, and I enjoyed that a lot. Um, and I was kind of, uh, last summer, I guess, uh, in the middle of kind of a conversion. Mm. And so I I came out of Totus to is just so, like, happy, I guess, and just different. Like, my friends were like, you're different, but like a good different. Mm. And I never really understood why or, like, why they kept saying I was different, um, but I did like the feeling. And so I... When I told our boss that I would do it again, I was just kind of looking for that same experience, that, like, complete um, giving of time to God every day um, and the opportunity to do that uh, when you're not as rushed with college and things like that. And so, yeah, I came back because I just, I want, I want the ability to do that again this summer. 
That's beautiful. So as you mentioned, Josh, there are so many... Uh, this year is going to be different. And like you said, you had no idea what to expect, but you were open to this you know, radical leap, really, to uh, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, drop everything, drop your nets and follow Jesus. Leap like. of faith, actually. <laughs> so, Very true leap of faith. What's that been like uh, for you as you've begin, begun this, this Totus Tuus experience this year? How have things evolved and changed from the customary program that you grew up with in your home, hosting those missionaries in your life? What's your experience, and how's that going to differ from what it normally is? Yeah, absolutely. So one of the big changes this year is usually we stay at a parish only for a week before moving on to the next parish. So in a summer, we'll hit about eight parishes. This year, it's a little different. We're staying in one parish for a month at a time and going to two throughout the summer. Um, And I just think that's an incredible opportunity because especially when I was young, um, we would, I would get to know these totus tuus missionaries and, and really uh, start learning from them, and then the program was over, mm-hmm. and I, I, I was left hungry for more. Um, and so now with this new program, having the opportunity to spend a month within a community and getting to know these kids and getting them to open up and um, really start to learn from you in a close way, I, I think that's an amazing opportunity, and I'm glad to be a part of it. So how many totus tuus teams are there this year in the Diocese of Sioux Falls? There are five teams. Okay. So each team is going to go to two parishes each for a month. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we're serving uh, 10 parishes this year, um, and that is a lot different. Normally we serve about 40, uh, but for those parishes that we can't get to this year, we're opening up some diocesan opportunities, um, some diocesan youth nights, diocesan family nights, and that's all going to be virtual, so everyone uh, throughout the diocese can participate. Amber, you know, your experience as a missionary last year, did you experience that whirlwind experience from week to week traveling to different parishes that Josh just described of making those relationships with the the young people, but then having to move to the next week? Um, Did you have that same experience in years past? Yes, um... I guess, yeah, the first few days are kind of awkward, kind of getting to know them and then them getting to trust us. And then by the end of the week, you want to just stay and, like, teach them more or, like, hang out with the kids even more because they're starting to, like, love on you. And then you have to go, Mm -hmm. Um, which was always, it was really hard. It was, like, abandoning them. But, um, yeah, so this summer is really exciting to get to know them and just stay and, like, help them grow while we're here. So, Amber, you guys are going to be staying at these parishes for an entire month. That obviously changes the program um, when you mm-hmm. extend it three weeks. How, what are you going to be getting into, and how are you going to make it last a month? Are they going to meet every day? How is this going to look? Um, so, I guess, yeah. So, Totus Tuus Exponguinco, or what, whatever it's called. Uh, um, we're going to have Bible studies, so each... Each team member will have up to three Bible studies if kids are interested. And we are meeting two times a week here in Aberdeen, um, but it varies for each each Totus Tuus uh, team. Um, and you can sign up for that at the Sacred Heart um, website, and you'll be put into our Bible studies when we're going over the Gospel of John this summer. Mm-hmm. Um, so that will be, that's really interesting. Uh, and then we also will be having youth nights, every Wednesday here at Sacred Heart, 
Parish in Aberdeen um, at 7 o'clock, where we'll just be having fun with the kids, getting to know them better, uh, playing games and stuff like that. That's a beautiful opportunity, especially to spend time mm-hmm. with the Gospel of John, which is so distinctive. You know, as we are going to continue the conversation with uh, Josh and Amber, our totus Tuish missionaries, who right now are on assignment at Sacred Heart Parish in Aberdeen. If there are any listeners in the area and you want your children or young people to become a part of, either remotely through a social distance medium or through one of the, the more personal and, of course, uh, I, they can explain how they're doing their programming and in mm-hmm. the midst of the current circumstances. We'll be back in just a few seconds to uh, uh, just talk more about the program, about the curriculum, and how they're sharing the gospel of Jesus. That's right here on Real Presence Live. Stay tuned. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. My Catholic radio journey began when I was in St. Louis going to seminary. In my first year and a half, I would travel from the seminary to St. Louis University to take my philosophy courses, and that's when I'd listen to Catholic radio. Dr. Ray Garendi and Patrick Madrid, and, and it, just, it just moved my heart. And uh, I love apologetics as well. Uh, I love explaining the faith. I love teaching the faith. I love defending the faith. And it, it just kind of lit a fire for me. And so uh, once I became ordained, and then and uh, Bishop Kagan um, asked me to come to Williston, just based on everything that was happening with the oil boom. And uh, although we had a we had a a, a real presence radio station, eighty nine point one, it was a, it was a pretty pretty small signal. And I just felt like, what greater way to evangelize and reach people from all over the world uh, than than Catholic radio? S.J. Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, S.J. Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together toward success. S.J. Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. My name's Father Tim Smith. And I am Heather Carroll. And we're broadcasting from Holy Cross Catholic Church in Ipswich, South Dakota. And we're speaking with two of our missionaries this morning from the Totus Tuus program in the Diocese of Sioux Falls. Totus Tuus is a ministry that is... Uh, uh, brings the gospel of Jesus into the life of parishes during the summer month. 
It exists in several of the dioceses in our Real Presence Radio listening area, and similar programs exist in other dioceses. As you know, I know in the Diocese of Rapid City, similar program by the title of Duke and Altum, mm-hmm. but the ministry is the same. It's yeah. where young uh, college-age students who are on fire with the love of Jesus devote themselves through prayer and discipleship and sharing the gospel and, and teaching and catechizing the faith, but not just a rudimentary catechesis. It's lived in their hearts, and it's shared with the people of the parish and the young peoples and families. And so this morning we're joined by Josh and Amber, who are totus to his missionaries, who are on assignment in Aberdeen at Sacred Heart Parish at this present moment. Uh, Josh and Amber, what stories can you share about how, how you've seen totus to us impact the lives of children and youth, and you don't have to be specific to a particular person, but you can share how you've seen that change. Now, Amber, you did totus to us last summer. Can you share an experience of how you've seen uh, young people changed by that week's program that you've done in their parish? Yeah, um, I guess last summer, you get to know them for a whole week, and I thought it was just, like, they impacted me in the fact that they're putting all their trust in this person that they don't even know. Mm. And uh, to watch them grow, like go to adoration and then come back to me with this amazing experience that they've never experienced before just because I asked them to go pray was amazing for me. So that, yeah, I don't know. That really struck me last summer. Josh, how about this summer for you? Um, Already just beginning the programming, have you, have you, noticed or even in your own experience where you had totus tuus missionaries in the past you hinted to that a little bit before mm-hmm. how have you been changed by totus tuus both when you were a host family um what are some mm-hmm. things that it's done for you in your life yeah well uh some kind of funny is uh, amber was actually one of my totus tuus teachers last year she wow. came to elk point my home <laughs> parish and um, I can honestly say that she's one of the biggest reasons why I'm here now. Um, wow. And our team leader uh, this year, Nick Ahrens, was at my home parish two years ago. And so I, I think you have to acknowledge that it's really doing something within our youth, you know, that um, I can really say that I've been changed by this program and just been given the desire to go out um, and to give that to others. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a great thing. You know, if we read the Acts of the Apostles, especially this Easter season, we, we jump right in, mm-hmm. and we see how the gospel was transmitted person to person, people yeah. by name. Mm-hmm. We read about the holy women who were receiving the gospel from Paul and Barnabas and how the Christian community spread to places like Antioch and Pisidia and all these little place names, mm-hmm. but these were close friendships. Mm-hmm. Now you're traveling to places like Aberdeen or Alexandria, or in our other listening areas, you may be going to Winona or Rochester or mm-hmm. Bismarck or Grand Forks or Duluth. But the missionaries enter into these cities. They bring the gospel and they share it with young people to bring about this transformation. You know, mm-hmm. as a, Josh and Amber, myself, I was a totus tuus missionary 10 years ago um, in preparation for the priesthood. And, uh, You'll, you'll, you'll be surprised later on in life how you'll meet your students that you had for totus to us. I remember going into a Great Clips one time just to get a quick <laughs> hair, hair trim. Yeah. And uh, the, the, the hairdresser designer that was there <laughs> said, 
uh, do you remember me? But you did tote us to us, really? Father, <laughs> at my parish, like in you know Parker, South Dakota, way back in 2010. I'm like, wow. oh, I said, was I a good teacher? They're like, yeah, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> Obviously, they remembered good things, you know. Yeah. But uh, that's a, that's a powerful testimony, mm-hmm. and those memories yeah. will last uh, with those young people for a, for a long time. You mentioned yeah. this summer you're 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 teaching on the Gospel of John. What other uh, lessons, or how do those Bible studies go that you're going to be doing with the young people? Yeah, I mean, just quick going off what you were saying before. Um, Ten years ago, uh, Father Andy Ferringer, back when he was still in his first year of seminary, came to Elk Point, and um, <laughs> I was nine years old, and he was you know fresh in the seminary, and wow. here we are ten years later, and he's teaching me about the Gospel of John as I'm about to go out and do that service. Um, I love yeah, it. so it's absolutely, those, those relationships last for a long time. Um, this year, the, the Gospel John just blows me away how there's very much always a surface level to the story, mm-hmm. and then beneath that is just a wealth of more information and symbolism and deeper meaning uh, and having read the Gospel of John on my own before, um, it was good. You know, I, I, I got a lot of grace from it. But now being able to, to enter into it more deeply and being taught by Father Andy, um, those deeper levels, I just feel like I can um, learn so much more from it. And that's, that's what I desire to give to uh, the students this year. Um, is just that little peek at how much more there mm-hmm. is than there appears to be in the Gospel of John. I love how you put that, a little peek, because I think that we're always intrigued. Like, you start reading a book by Dr. Suri or something, and you're like, holy hmm. buckets, I've got a lot to learn. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Amber, Amber, what would you say to any parents who, right now, think of what's happened in the last several months, you know, school was kind of suspended or dismissed mm-hmm. early this mm-hmm. year, but we want to continue to do our religious education, our, our duty as Christian parents mm-hmm. and as formators of the faith is we want our children to be exposed to people who are on fire with the gospel like Josh and yourself, who are, who are living the word of God right now as missionaries. And, and what would you give encouragement or some consolation of some parents who might be a little nervous about, should I send my children to one of these summer programs, not just here, our totus tuus in Sioux Falls Diocese, but also in our listening area here in Minnesota, North Dakota, South Dakota. What kind of encouragement can you give them? Um, so I know you guys have been taking precautions for social distancing and safety and things. How can you encourage them uh, maybe to you know kind of get back in the flow of that again? Yeah, um, we are taking precautions. All of our things are in-person, especially, are very spaced out, and we're wiping everything down, wearing masks as best as we can. Um, but it was really great to see these kids have not seen each other for two months. Mm-hmm. Um, and now they're coming, and even though they're six feet apart, you can just see the joy in their faces that they finally get to talk to each other and then get to dive into, like, the Lord. Like, it's really beautiful to just see that. Um, in general, um, and if they are, um, we do we, we will uh, we will offer um, Zoom um, Bible studies as well if they really don't feel comfortable meeting in person, as well as family nights the diocese puts on, um, which have been a hit so far. 
uh, you just log on or you um, text Family Night to eight four five seven six, and then you get to watch them talk about Jesus as well as do fun games and just like I don't know, be a family together, hmm. uh, praising God. So that's really that's been a hit so far. That's awesome. So there really is a range of opportunities depending upon a particular family's vulnerability. Maybe they have someone mm-hmm. who has a immune uh, compromised and they maybe their family is more reticent because they have that uh, prudence they need to exercise for mm-hmm. their particular family. Well, you guys have an option for them. Or if it's another family who maybe doesn't have any vulnerabilities and they're more free, then you, they can more safely enter back into the, one of the in-person parts of the yeah. program that you guys are often off. off. I think it's just amazing how you guys have been led by the Lord to make these availabilities um, for teaching. You know, is there anything about this summer uh, that you, you know, you've been really moved to give a testimony in your own life as you're, as you're teaching right now? Um, Josh, I'll start off with you. You've had a dynamic, uh, you know, you're just finishing, you graduated high school, I presume, just recently. Um, mm-hmm. So now you're entering into the summer as a ministry where are you at in your testimony um, of faith as you speak to the young people? What are, what's an overall message that you're trying to impart to them this summer? Yes, absolutely. Um, so one of the big uh, themes in my life is community. Um, growing up in small town, Oak Point, South Dakota, um, it really was easy to feel like I was alone in my youth programs. Um, you just have a few guys getting together and, and, you know, you don't really want to share, you know, because that makes you vulnerable. And, and it was tough. It was really tough. Um, and I think it was that way from about kindergarten until I'd say the end of my freshman year. And at the end of my freshman year, I have no idea how it happened, but I ended up at a, a youth uh, Bible camp called D-Camp, put on by the uh, diocese. Uh-huh. And there I was able to find other people who clearly had the same desires that I had. And for the first time in my life, I was able to run to Christ with those people. Um, and I would say that has been the biggest factor in my conversion, um, is finding others who have the same love of Christ as I do. Uh, and, and so uh, moving to college now, um, it's a big step. Moving away from South Dakota, moving to Indiana, um, and it, it's easy to feel like you're leaving, you know, everyone behind. Uh, and it's, you can get some anxiety about, like, well, who will I find in this next step? You know, will I be alone? Um, and moving on this next big step, I just have the faith in God that I'll be able to find those people who are ready to run to Christ with me. Um, and I'm very excited for that. Wonderful. Well, Josh and Amber, sorry we are out of time today. Uh, thank you for joining us this morning and sharing with us about Totus Tuus. Up next, why we go back to Mass, stay tuned to hear some words of encouragement from Bishop John Lavore. And more to come on Real Presence Live. We'll be right back. <music> 